Hi, this is Craig Janney listening to the Blues Podcast in the Stanley Cup Finals. Welcome back to the Blues Hockey Podcast, hosted Jason along with Chris. Yo, all right, we're back after uh, to, once again together in studio, getting ready for the big NHL draft, and nothing really happening. Nice, easy, quiet day around the league before the draft starts. No, yeah, it's really been a slow week all yeah, around. Man, no news at all. Nothing nope. big happening. No, nope. yeah. So we can end this early today and get ready for the draft. Yeah. All right. See you in October. All right. See you guys. I know. So. Uh, yeah, expansion draft, trades, yep. signings, and then an eventually entry draft, which who knows what's going to happen during there. So mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about all the trades. Gleen the Blues made a big one. Yeah. And we'll, I, which we're shocked. One, you know what's funny is like that name had been thrown around as someone who could be coming to St. Louis, but is part of a different thing and whatever, whatever it takes. And I think it's, uh, yeah, that was the slogan back in what, 90, you know, 2012, yeah. maybe. Or something like that. Anyway, so, yeah. Hell of a trade by Doug Armstrong. We'll get into that. We'll get into the signings around the league and some expansion draft news and go up from there. Yep. So, I guess first off, let's start from the early part of the week, which is the expansion draft. So, uh, the Seattle Kraken, which I still love it. I don't know. I don't care. It's a great team name, and I like the jerseys. I like everything about them so far. I think that they they have made every correct move they could except for – people that they picked in the expansion draft yeah the uh the, exp- the the exact people they picked were a little underwhelming to say the least i mean when you consider the names that were out there for sure i i you know and and one of the things that you and i both noticed is that you know the the names started leaking out on who was being virtually picked. after they got turned in they got turned at nine o'clock st louis time right i think by nine thirty, we knew that Carey Price wasn't taken. Yeah. And then the second name was Vladimir Tarasenko didn't get taken, and we're losing Vince Dunn. Right. So at that point, I avoided Twitter all day. Because I still, like, I wanted to sit and watch the expansion and have the excitement of, like, oh, my God, they took so-and-so. Um, you know, knowing that they weren't going to take Carey Price, knowing that they decided not to take Tarasenko, I was like, hmm, what direction is this team going in? Yeah. And... They took a couple of names. You know, they took Mark Giordano. They took Yanni Gord. They took uh, a, a couple of decent guys. But I think Jared McCann was a solid yeah, pick. Yeah, but like, but like by and large, the this goal, team don't look too good. The goaltending is interesting because Dreiger was – Chris Dreiger was at the pick from Florida, and he signed, that was a crunch rumored days going into it that he signed a three-year deal, and that's yeah. what it wound up being. Um, the one that was shocking in the morning was the two defensemen that got signed. So Adam Larson from the Edmonton Oilers and the one that the guy that I really wanted the Blues to pick up, Jamie Alexiak, yep. was signed in the morning. Money Alexiak wanted to be like a four and a half mil per season, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little high than I wanted to go even go. Right. But so their defense is not, like pretty stacked, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I'll say that much, but the forwards are a little. Agreed. Sketchy to say the least. Like they picked Vince Dunn, which Vince Dunn, I think, I think they're going to flip him. 
it makes sense this draft to flip because they there was no side deals, not one compared to remember remember Vegas. Oh, Vegas was it was I mean literally there were deals everywhere. Yeah, and I think they were talking to one GM and I saw they said they had for the Vegas expansion draft they had literally one year, a little over one year to prepare the roster like right. So kind of I was like oh crap we're kind of stuck with what we have to lose here. And then we, they knew about this trade for almost three years due to, like, the pandemic and then pushing sure. back stuff. So they had three years to kind of – GM's had three years to kind of plan and figure things out. And apparently also Ron Francis, I think, kind of outpriced himself because their rumor was to take a certain player that, you know, let's so say the Blues wanted to take Zach Sanford over Vince Dunn. Let's just mm. say that it was going to cost the Blues a first and a third in this year's draft. That's a lot. Which is a lot. Um, Although I will say, if there's a if there's a year to give up those picks, it's this year because it's really uh, it's a coin flip after the first I mean, couple picks. Honestly, I think you get past sixteen, even even earlier. I think honestly, yeah. And it's I mean because of COVID and things like that, who knows what you're getting? Yeah, I, I think you know you have your lottery picks, and that's about it. Yeah, I think honestly, then the one that the Blues are rumored to pick, which I've seen pop up a lot. I mean, we'll talk about that one. Is kind of a guy where he's like, oh, he could pan out. He might not pan out. So it's one of those things where it's like, huh, well, yeah, for your number 16 pick, you kind of want to be like a, okay, that's more of like a second round pick. Right. You know, that's not a halfway through the first round pick. Agreed. So anyway, so Seattle picked a, I mean, a lot. It went very young. We'll say that much for sure. Very young. Yeah. The way, like, obviously, Mark Giordano is the like, elder statesman by a long mm-hmm. shot here. Their defense, I think, is pretty good. Like, you have Giordano. Uh, Adam Larson, Jamie Lexiak, Vince Dunn, Carson uh, Sosi, um, Jamie uh, Liaison, I think I say. She's from Boston. Uh, the Flurry Brothers, which was interesting. They had cool. a pair of brothers. I thought was kind of cool. Um, after that, though, like forward-wise, I mean, you got, okay, Eberly's not a bad. Eberly's fine. Jeremy, Jeremy. So basically your top line from what I'm looking at, if I had to guess here, is Yanni Gord, who is out to November because he had a knee injury or broken yep. leg or whatever it was. Jared McCann and Jordan Eberly, which – uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, if you look at what was available compared to what they took, that's Agreed. the shock. I agree. So I, I think. The, Who do you market on this team? Giordano? It has to be. He'll probably be the captain. That makes sense, at least. There's really, I mean, if you're looking at this off the right, if I'm just staring, I'm staring at the team right now. I mean, there's a lot of guys on one-year deals. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really, a, and some guys are UFAs, like John Quenville from Chicago, who they picked. My it really, I mean, your goalie Chris Dreiger is another guy you might because he signed a three year deal, so you maybe him. But like I said, I think it's more the, what they're doing with Vegas did. They Vegas had you know they had Flurry as their centerpiece, and the rest were like a bunch of misfit toys. Yes, and, that, and here I think it's Mark Giordano and a bunch of misfit toys. I think that's kind of that's the only way I can really look at it. I think the difference is, and as we've learned, and as as Blues fans, we've known for the entire life of our franchise. It starts with goaltending. Yep. It's where it all starts. And that's why I know it's a big contract, but how you don't take Carey Price when he's available? Like, I just – if I'm a Seattle fan and I'm throwing money into this team for season tickets, like, I'm probably a little upset right now. I mean, I, I don't have aspirations of winning the Stanley Cup in my first year – but I think Vegas set the bar pretty high. And I think that arguably there was more talent exposed in this expansion than there was in the Vegas expansion. 
I think by a long shot. I mean, I think you had a lot of good second liners, but not like really a lot of all stars. I this mean, one, but you had like you passed on Carey Price, you Vladimir. passed on Vladimir Tarasenko, you pl- passed on PK Subban, you passed on. That one is mildly shocking to me. I know the money's a lot, but part of me is like, man, but it's a name and a face though. All that tells me is that that dude is just a verified locker room cancer. It was the rumor of why they shipped him out of Montreal. Montreal. It's the rumor why he didn't last more than, what, three years in Nashville. I, I just, I don't know, man. There, there's something not right with that because, you know, for him not to get taken, and I agree with you, like, I don't think the money was, was that terrible. But the the names that you could have picked for Seattle and didn't is staggering. Yeah, so... Uh, it's interesting what they did, and I'll just well, have to be the Seattle talks. So I just want to mm-hmm. do this. So we just had the um, Pavel Bushnevitz. Got to make sure you say that name right now. Correct. So uh, a conference a press conference from Armstrong, and this is how he wrapped the the conference, the press conference. I love Doug Armstrong. I'll be honest; the dude knows how to sell stuff and yep. get everybody going. This is how he wrapped the press conference. It just ended. All right, stay tuned. You never know what's going to happen tonight. I'll talk to everybody later. Yeah, Th- that's how you wrap. That's amazing how you just wrap that up. So that's. You think you think Tarasenko moves tonight? I wouldn't be shocked, but I see him moved before next Wednesday. Wednesday is the opening of. Uh, we're recording, obviously, entry draft night. Right. Uh, I see him moving before the twenty eighth. So I think just so they could figure out what they have, because the rumor was as of a half hour ago. There's been no further talks with Gabriel Landis Cog and his team. You know, there's yeah. rumors that he doesn't want to come to St. Louis or whatever. Money talks, man. I don't care what anybody says. I agree. I okay. agree. Guess what? You, you can put me in Detroit for all I care, but guess what? I could pay $9 million. That's a pretty nice place in Detroit I could probably stay in and watch. You know. I think the caveat to that would be I think Gabriel Landeskog still wants to go to a team that can win a cup. The Blues could be that team. Hey, depending on what Detroit, they Detroit, maybe make. not. I know. But you know what I mean, though. But but I, yeah, 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 I know yeah, what yeah, you yeah, mean. Yeah. Like, people have gone to crappy teams for a paycheck. Yeah, and that's blatantly obvious. So, we'll get into this. I just brought I'm it up. at you, Taylor Hall. <laughs> yes, we'll uh, – Last year, obviously, with Buffalo. So we'll get into this, uh, the tr- big trade. The blue schedule is released. We'll do this yep. blue schedule super quick. Blue schedule released. A couple of dates to highlight. Um, it, obviously, the big one is the Winter Classic in uh, January 1st. Yep, Minnesota. So that's the big one. They open against Colorado. So they'll be in Colorado. They don't have the official uh, home opener until the 23rd of October. So they're away for the first three games. Yep. Uh, they don't play. They don't play Seattle until January. One time it's home. Yeah, one time, and that's uh, yeah. So, and then they play them again later on, and they play. So, uh, that's the kind of big ones. Obviously, the Winter Classic, and they end up. They do have right now. The Olympic schedule is built in. Yes. For a big break on uh, February 9th through the twenty second, for them to go over to, to uh, Beijing. Beijing. That was a Tokyo. That's where it is. That's currently, where they are right now. Currently. Yep. That was yeah. So. It could change. Yes, it could. So, but right now the season ends at, on April 29th. So it could go a little bit longer again, but that's because of Olympic breaks. So if you say, say they don't go to it's into IOC's like camp right now. Apparently, apparently all the stuff's been figured out on the NHL side. So we're waiting for the International Olympic Committee to approve things and let right. them play. So if they get to, they'll let them go. If not, then they have another schedule that hasn't been released. Apparently, it's been released to teams, so they keep their buildings open. Yeah. For certain times, so we'll see what happens there. So, schedule is out. So, a little bit later start than normal, about a week later than normal, give or take. 
two weekend home games against the Blackhawks. Yeah, 19 uh, weekend games. That's pretty nice. Yep. So they always load up on those. Um, 11 back-to-backs. Not too bad. I remember always being a Not lot. Not terrible. I remember always being in the mid-teens always. Yeah. Now it's 11, which is a nice change of pace for the Blues. There yes. is a couple, but not too many, of the like, home, like home double, home, double, double, like double up. So like they play, they play, for example, uh, L.A. in like like November at home twice back to back, basically like within two and three three days. Yeah. But there's not too many of those. Apparently, there wasn't an appetite for it, according to Gary Bettman, which I doesn't make disagree. sense. I kind of disagree. I kind of liked it. I would like it. Makes sense for like. It makes the sense West, for travel. The West Coast team's coming through here, yep. and it makes sense for us going to the West Coast. You kind of like just stay out there for two weeks. You hit the two times, two or three times in Arizona. You hit the two times in yep. all the three West, all the three California teams. I guess we should talk about realignment too. Yep. So obviously, with Seattle being moved in, Seattle goes to the Pacific Division. Correct. So they're going to boot out one team from the Pacific, and that is the Arizona Coyotes. Which after today. I'm a lot less scared of Arizona compared to how we were last year. Where yeah, they were a struggle true. with the Blues. Man, oh boy, they're uh, like I said, Bill Armstrong, really good at drafting guys, and he better hope he is because uh, he just so he far, has a team of poop right now. Yeah, to say the least. So Arizona's getting kicked over to uh, the Central. Central. So now Central consists of St. Louis, Arizona, Chicago, Nashville, Dallas, Dallas, Colorado, Colorado, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. And that's the whole central now. Yep. So interesting. Eight so, teams per division. Thirty-two so now, teams. So, now, so Winnipeg and Arizona in the same division for the first time ever since obviously you know Winnipeg yep. moved to Arizona and so on and so forth. So that's interesting. Do you think that becomes dynamic. a natural rivalry? I think there's a little something to it, but I think it's like I think amongst fans more than amongst the players. Oh, for sure. Players don't care. Yeah, player. Like sometimes when the Blues, like especially you talk to some of the you listen to podcast about some of the guys in the. Uh, 80s and 90s for the St. Louis and Black, you know, the Blackhawks rivalry and Detroit yeah. rivalry, like those are real. Like they wanted to hurt each hurt other. Each other. Yeah. So that I can understand. But some of the other ones, uh, you know, like that one's more of the fans just kind of making it. The Battle of Alberta, I think, is like obviously agreed. One that's that's a f- the players care, but there's like you said, a lot of it's mostly fan made. So realignment's done. Seattle talk, uh, schedule talk. Uh, the Blues made a signing today. We'll get that out of the way. Nolan Stevens, a two-way deal, mm-hmm. one-year deal. So, two-way, one-year, uh, $725 and $100,000 in the minors. So, get that minor league depth in there. And But one more trade before everything. Uh, get ready to leave work today. And also, my phone goes off like crazy. And the Blues make a big acquisition. And this yes, is, they do. This is maybe not a Vladimir Tarasenko replacement. He could play on either wing. We're going to talk about that. But Blues acquire Pavel Bushnevitz from the New York Rangers for Sammy Blay in a second-round pick in 2022. It's a solid trade. You can't – and the, it's one of those universal, like, it's almost up there with people weren't very excited to get Ryan O'Reilly, but there's always a trade where you have somebody poo-pooing a trade, no matter oh, who sure. it is. I could not find that so far yep. on the trade. People were always like, this is a solid trade. Look at, you know, look what they did. Uh, Bushnevitz – who comes over, you know, he's an RFA and apparently having trouble, you know, meeting terms for with the Rangers. And the Rangers are doing whatever they're doing right now. Um, I'm kinda, I would imagine it's kind of interesting. The why. Blues have probably had talks and know that they can get that deal done before they made the trade. Yeah. 
So he's six three, a left shot, and can play either play the right side, play the left side. Twenty six years old. Last year he uh, twenty goals, uh, forty eight. 48 assists for 68 points. That's I don't think that's incorrect because I don't think he had that many. Uh, yeah. 20. I think it was 20 goals and 48. It says 48 assists and 68 points. I think he was more than not more than a point per game last year. That seems like a lot. I don't know. I could be off. That's what the stats are saying. But anyway, his since his debut in 2016-2017, he's posted 79 goals, 116 assists for 195 points. All the uh, fancy stats, too. He had like a 92% on, the, I think, a Fenwick, yeah. which is outstanding. So he plays, you know, phrasing both ways. So that's definitely a Blues thing. Yep. And uh, he he played on basically one of the top lines last year on and off with Panarin and uh, Cheadle. Yes. So, Not Don Cheadle. You know, <laughs> no, no. Philip Cheadle. Correct. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say, but outside, like, this is a tremendous trade for the Blues. As much as – it sucks to lose Sammy Blake. It's somebody who I really liked on the bottom six, and I, I think, agree. Think would have been a perfect person to get more playing time. Yes, but some, I saw the but great up, great upgrade. But that's a that's a massive upgrade over Sammy Blake compared to Pavel Buchnevitz. And uh, I think for Buchnevitz, he's the last three years he's slowly gotten better. Last two years he's posted twenty plus goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's only gotten better, and now he's looking to cash in on like a longer term deal. Okay. Uh, they've talked on stuff, but no, so far nothing. Here's hoping. I, I think that he could be a phenomenal fit in this team. The other thing, before before we get too far down the road, that I thought was interesting, and I think it was Strickland who said this this week. Go for it. Yeah, was to not rule out Mike Hoffman coming back to the Blues. It's interesting. I'll say that much. He said that he thought four years at around five, five, five and a half would oh. do it. Damn, for a th- almost thirty-two-year-old, I say. But well, maybe he said four and a half to five. Either way, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but again, if if you could tell me that we get the post-trade deadline, Mike Hoffman, on a consistent basis, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Like the guy was a power play sniper. Yeah, I just worry about the work ethic. That's the one thing that scares me does he want to be here which i would assume if he signs he does but i don't know i i would like to explore the opportunity but if you're going to invest that much money you have to make sure and uh so the other rumor was that apparently the seattle kraken tried to sign three other guys that we're talking about the team was kind of crappy you Mm -hmm. know but they apparently had talks and the furthest they got with the three which was gabriel anis cog um Jaden Schwartz, and I forgot the third big free agent that they were going to talk with. But anyway, um, apparently the first they got was Jaden Schwartz. Apparently they got they even talked numbers, and apparently just couldn't nail something down. And then they they might circle back during Real uh, free agency. Yeah. So a chance he could still go up there and help them out. Um, depending on what he wants, I don't know. Like, yeah. I can't really, with Jaden Schwartz being as much as inconsistent in the injuries, I can't give him more than four right now. What's he at currently? Over five. I don't think he's going to take a pay cut. No, I don't think he is either. And he wants to go for multiple years, you know, and I don't blame him. Sure. But at the same time, from a Blues standpoint, like, you eventually got to give Costin a chance, too. That's my other I thing, agree. too. So I agree. Do you want Costin your second line or your third line? I prefer the third line. Yeah. But you still got the, the here's the thing. See, the Pavel Buchnevich trade. 
of those 20 goals too last year, which is a very good indicator. He's at zero power play goals. So a lot of even strength and a couple of shorthanded goal, uh, right. goals because he's a very good penalty killer. So there's another person to add to your penalty kill yeah. now to yeah. shore that up so you don't have to rely on the Bozaks, the Ryan O'Reilly's, the, your top guys. What's the latest speaking of with, with Bozak? It seems like it's been very quiet on that front. They have apparently the talked to Bozak. They talked to all three uh, big free agents for the Blues, according right. to what I read. And maybe it was even Strickland. So, or Rutherford, one of the two. So, they've talked to all three, and it sounds like they're going to let all three hit the market, the market, and see where the, you know, kind of see what everybody is feeling, you know, out of them or whatever. I think Bozak has the best chance coming back, depending on what they do yeah. up front. Because to me, man, you get, if you can just get him for two ish, and you slot him, let's even say slot him in your fourth line, and your fourth line is Sunquist on the right, Bozak in the middle, and Barbashev on the left. Ain't bad. No. That's a really good line, in my opinion, that could create scoring chances and also potentially shut down a team's other top line. I agree. So uh, I, would, I wouldn't mind Bozak back for the price, but the Blues, also with the Sammy Belay trade pending, obviously, the Blues have almost $19 million in the cap space now. Right. He's which is one, nice. Which is $1.5 million off the books for him. But you also got to sign guys like your RFAs, which is now Bushnevitz, Zach Sanford. And then any other UFAs. Do you UFA. have to sign Sanford? Yeah. He said they're. He says they are qualifying all UF all the RFAs. So all right, that's as of right now. So we'll see. Uh, so anyway, the Bushnevis trade is somebody that we. I think you know we like. I th- maybe I think you mentioned in text back and forth that that'd be cool if we ship. I always thought I'd be like, oh, ship Tarasenko up there for Bushnevis. I thought and, for sure that's what. And that'd be a be. one for one because that Bushnevis is having trouble signing. Hey, they might need a winger to replace him. Yeah. Go up there with your buddy. You made the blues hole, uh, withhold it. So we'll talk about a couple of the rumors going around super quick before we get into all the signings and trades that happened today. The Islanders have been clearing space like crazy. Yes, they have. They traded Andrew Ladd for parts. No, nothing. Like I didn't even know they could. You could do those now. There's two trades in the last two days to Arizona for nothing. Yeah, they literally traded Andrew Ladd and a bunch of picks to Arizona for nothing. Just to get take them to take the seven million dollar cap hit. Yep. So now Islanders have a bunch of money. They got to sign some guys, but they've been rumored to be in on the Blues, and the rumor was now that the Blues will eat part of Vladimir Tarasenko's money to get the deal to work, which mm-hmm. wasn't the deal before. I don't like that. Yeah, mine is depending on the return. If you're to give me somebody, let's just throw this out. Let's say the Islanders real quick. Islanders are going to offer uh, Bolivier and. Um, Noah Dobson, which is like their top right-handed uh, defenseman mm-hmm. prospect out there. And Blues don't have that in the system. Let's say they do that. And you give them Tarasenko and uh, let's just say somebody else is whoever. Let's say Sanford just because. Sure. And But don't make it work. You got to eat $2 million of Tarasenko's deal. Part of me is like, if, if, as long as it's just a one year, you're not eating Tarasenko's salary for two years. Like Correct. two million there, two years here. Correct. It's a one year just to get it off the books or whatever. Fine. Do it, and you get somebody like Bolivier and say, hey, you get him. Let's say like he's a good player. I like him. But let's just say somebody like Calgary says, oh, I wouldn't mind Bolivier, and if you give me Bolivier in a first-round pick in some other part for Matt Kachuk, because sure. we're going to lose him in two years, and we'd rather get a young forward. We didn't yeah. want, and Tarasenko wouldn't accept a trade up there. There you go. They wanted Vince Dunn, too, apparently. So they still might get him. 
Who knows? But yeah, they might you, just get him via Seattle. But if they flip, say the Blues flip something up there, that's a possibility too. I wouldn't doubt that happening. Something along those lines too, where they maybe get a player and then flip them. Who knows? Yeah. So interesting stuff there. So a lot of trades today. Lots. So the, a couple of head scratchers. <laughs> Let's mm. say that much. First off, um, earlier on the re earlier in the week. Philadelphia cleared cap space. And yes. then I thought, like, maybe they're looking for Tarasenko because they uh, shipped off Shane uh, Gaspier mm-hmm. to Arizona with some picks, like a second rounder and a third rounder for nothing. Correct. Which is weird. And But, no, then they decided to pick up – Philadelphia decided to pick up Rasmus Ristolainen. So, Buffalo actually did well on a trade. So We'll see. Buffalo ships two draft picks along with uh, defenseman Robert Haig to make the the money work. Haig is not a bad defenseman, no. So, but you know, first former first round pick, they give up a first rounder in twenty twenty one, and I believe at a second rounder in later on. So, interesting though, Ristolainen only has a one year deal right now. Correct. That's uh interesting. Mind you, they also picked up Ryan. El- remember, also Philadelphia picked up Ryan Ellis too. Yes. I think Buffalo shipping Ristolainen out basically solidifies that they're going with Owen Power with the first pick. That's what that tells me. Um, and also, boy, I got to tell you, man, I think Jack Eichel's packing his bags. It's getting close. Apparently, the rumor is is that apparently Buffalo is, hasn't been turned over medical records, which is holding things up. Got it. But you got to think it's getting closer and closer because I think Sam Reinhardt is also apparently they want a first-round pick plus for him. Um, according to the fourth period, which is uh, run by Dave uh, Pagnetta, I think mm-hmm. he calls it, um, the Blues are in on a couple of guys. One of them was Pavel Buchnevitz, and obviously that became true. But one of them was Sam Reinhardt. Apparently he was St. Louis's number three on that list. Interesting. Which is interesting, and I don't, I don't know what the Blues would give up. And they won a first-round pick at least. Mind you, Reinhardt had a really good year last year. Yeah. But, I mean, you're kind of center-heavy. But, but Armstrong said the other day, which is another thing we didn't really talk about yet, so that Todd had his little, I think, State of the Union address before going into the entry draft. Mm-hmm. And they talked about, obviously, everything that's going on with Vladimir Tarasenko. And he's like, I can see a scenario where Vladimir Tarasenko returns to the Blues. Chris is shaking his head no right now. I, look, could it happen? Sure. But the only way I see that happening is if they go to him and say, no one wants you right now because they don't know what you ha- what you are. So you need to go out there and, and, and increase your trade value. The problem I have with that is, do you want that dude in your locker room right now? And like, I agree with that because it's, it's, it's one of the things where you're kind of like, I know he's mad at management. Right. But also, like, teammates kind of feel like you're, like, leaving them in the dust. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I, that dude would be on an island by himself. If he came back to the Blues right now, because everyone else in that locker room knows that he doesn't want to be there, yeah, that he wants out, and he's only there as long as he has to be. I I think that if there is not a deal for Tarasenko during this week and during the draft, I think that at some point Armstrong's going to have to cut his losses and take what he can get. And I hate saying that. I hate it because there is still a chance that Tarasenko comes back and is as good as he's ever been. I personally don't think he will. I think that 
he's damaged goods. But I, I just I wonder if him not being selected by Seattle was a was a wake up call to him. Yeah, I wonder if it now because remember the rumor was ten teams that he was said to trade. Right. To. Wonder if the like Armstrong told him and said, "Look, I tried. I even tried to give you away for free, literally at this point to a team, and they wouldn't take it. And they, and, and also there was a rumor that him getting taken by CR like Vince Dunn would be taken by Seattle, then the Blues would or they would excuse me Tarasenko would get taken, then Seattle would flip him to someone like Philly or somebody sure. else. And but apparently you have to obviously accept a trade. And apparently the no trade clause was coming into play is what people were saying that made it difficult. Well, they didn't say if it's flat out that he was denying trade, but they said that no trade clause is coming into play. If that if and it doesn't surprise me that that's the issue. No, um, I think at some point Armstrong and the agent are going to have to sit down and say he either relaxes on the no trade or. He puts on the ninety one in blue again and he's finishing out his contract at least for this year. There, yeah, at least till the trade deadline this year. Because there's nothing like and I don't blame like we obviously have more of an inside information on what Tarasenko is because we've seen him play for so long. But if I'm any of these other thirty one GMs, I'm not giving up a whole lot for a guy who's played what? Under thirty something games in three yeah, years. Let's say under. Let's say under. Yeah, let's say under fifty. Just yeah, like that, and know. three surgeries on the same shoulder. Yeah, and then uh, so obviously the other thing is so I think is which is funny. Um, and I blame him because it's his job for Jeremy Rutherford the right for an athletic because obviously yeah. you have to do your job. It's just funny how you can tell like it's Tarasenko's like camp giving information. Oh, for sure. And then also like hey, interview like right is literally the day before the expansion draft. They had an article on the Athletic with the guy who did his with Terry single surgery, and to me, it the came third off, one, yeah, third one. And it came off as like, look at me, like he's fine. Please take me, please take me. That's what it came off like to me. That's what it came off as. Look, I'm fine. He says I'm fine. Yeah, and that didn't. I mean, who knows what the thought process for maybe ter- maybe Seattle like is overestimating like oh we have a lot of cap room. We're going to use that to our advantage. We're going to sign a bunch of free agents. Maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to do. That's maybe. Why, maybe that's why they didn't take him. Maybe it wasn't even the injury thing. But the problem now is I don't know if they would get him. Yeah. Like they had the opportunity to take him or he couldn't say no. Now Tarasenko would have to okay the trade to Seattle. Which rumor has that he would hit okay, but we don't know. He could, right. easily, he could be nixing it. He could be nixing a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. And I'll just do my little quick rant off the – I know we go all over the place on this podcast, but – when Armstrong does like a press conference and like he's like, oh, so we might we'll welcome Tara, Vladimir Tarasenko back if we can't find a trade for him and he'll have to play for the Blues and stuff. And people are like, he's not giving us the information. I want him to say like, w- you know, why hasn't he been able to move Tarasenko? He's not going to tell you that. He he is not going to say be like, well, I had a trade with lined up for Matthew Kachuk, so but I'm waiting on Vladdy to. Uh, yeah. Okay, he's not going to do it. Yep, I also have another trade lined up for Pavel Buchnevis. Just waiting for him to give me the okay. Yeah. Oh, and I also have. Uh, I've been having guy. I've been having Ryan O'Reilly reach out to uh, Gabriel Andescog to see if he'll come here. Yeah, you're never going to get that information. That's like, not oh, how I, it works. Oh I, oh, I plan on going after Ryan Suter on Jan- on July right. 20th. I know. I know. Uh, there's. <clears throat> I'm like, come on, guys. Like, let's let's. I like, know. It, and I'll be honest. Guess what? I know. I know. It's very easy for. Uh, obviously, we do. We have a podcast. It's very easy. But a couple of these other. Uh, no offense, and it's not. And I'll be honest. I'll just say right now, it's not named it the guys at Let's Go Blues or nothing like that. It's other podcasts I'm not going to name. But you need to calm the F down. Yeah. Like, like there's some of those, couple of those out there that I've been saying, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I know. And it's kind of like, come on. I get we're fans, but. 
Think logically, man. There's there was a post. He's running on, a business. I agree. So there was a post a couple of weeks ago on a um, St. Louis Battlehawks uh, fan page, and they started posting about the NFL and the Rams lawsuit that is happening right now with the city of St. Louis, and this fan. Johnny Nobody from South County or wherever commented, I ran into Kevin Demoff every week during, you know, the whatever season, and I'd ask him all the time, like, you know, is the team staying? Is the team staying? You know, he never said anything about L.A. And I was like, bruh. Did you see what came out, bruh? I was like, look, man, if he's going to lie to to the governor and the mayor and all the officials trying to keep the team in St. Louis – if he's going to covertly do all these other things, do you really think he's going to tell the guy who sits in section 423, row row 18, hey, bro, just between you and me, we're, we're going to GTFO to L.A. at the end of the season. Shh, don't tell anyone. Come on, man. Like, no, What do you no. expect him to tell you? What do you really expect Doug Armstrong to tell you about why Vladimir Tarasenko hasn't moved yet? And obviously, he didn't comment on any of the the you know what's been reported about the shoulder stuff, which to me it was kind of a mild shot towards Jr. because he basically right. said like there's a lot of st-, he's like the only thing I'm gonna say there's a lot of stuff out there that's not really factual. That's all he's got to say, and that's all he said, and that's all he needs to say. Yeah, and it's one of those things where if they want to release if Vladimir wants to release his shoulder stuff, that's on him then. Yeah, Blues doctors, like you said. I'm not getting second-rate doctors. They're no! Getting, they're getting the best no! they possibly can get. So, anyway, we talked about that in length three. We're not going to go back into it. Tons. So, anyway, Blue State of Union, they said they'll do stuff. Hopefully, they can do some stuff. We'll see. And then now, they did stuff, and now the best part is Doug Armstrong is saying, like, stay tuned. We'll see you tonight. We'll see what happens. We'll see. He's ba- I, he basically was like, enjoy the show. Basically. Which is great. Which I, I love, and I hope that there are some things done because this, this team definitely has some work to do. Yeah, to say the least. So the other, so we talked about wrist aligning got moved. So the big, other big one that just happened literally uh, a couple hours ago was Arizona just gutting their team. Yeah. Good news for Blues fans because there's a, that team like gave the Blues fits. Yep. And so oh, Oliver Ekman Larson and Connor Garland, who I really liked, and they're going to Vancouver for spare parts, in my opinion. Mind you, the yes. first the first round pick is great, number nine overall. But they're basically in a second round pick next year. But damn, the I know Arizona. I think that's the strategy. Like, hey, we're gonna load up on a bunch of high picks and make the team young and fast, and we'll just have a bunch of like vets just to clear out cap space for now and just basically, you know, keep that. Breaking news. Oh, Seth Jones to Chicago. Damn, for seven years, nine point five million dollars. Ooh. Man, uh, we can't. So now we can't do now it. Now we can't do the Seth Jones. Oh, oh man! So uh, breaking news to breaking news to tape. Dang, that's hilarious. Uh, let's talk about that. So <laughs> I'll tell you. That I just saw a tweet later. Anyway, so yeah, cr- that's crazy. So I wonder who they gave up to uh, get that then. Because uh, I don't see anything. I just see where it says uh, Seth Jones on his way to Chicago. Um, oh, uh, looks like Adam. Boquist, okay, that's on his way to Columbus. It says full package is not certain yet. It includes at least one first rounder on its way to the Blue Jackets. 
Adam Boquist is their big uh, pick last year, the big yep. high pick last year. So uh, they keep Kirby Doc. So that's uh, good for them because that was their base. So now they got Adam Boquist makes sense because that's basically going to be their big right-handed defenseman. So who, and he who knows how good he's going to be. So Chicago making moves. Yeah, obviously, with them trading Duncan Keith, that was another big trade. So they're trying to. Give Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane as much as they can in the last couple of years there. They still got well, Taves may be done. He's back skating, so we'll see. I mean, they haven't officially said he's back yet, so but he is yeah. skating. They had the big thing. He, you know, he has some serious stuff, and they didn't say it was he had some of, vertigo going on. He didn't say it was COVID related or that would, that's what caused it, but he said that didn't help. Right. So it wasn't official. Like I got this, and that's what happened. So yeah, crazy trades are happening all around. So the Blues pick tonight, number sixteen. Technically 17, but with Arizona forfeiting their 11th pick, the Blues move up one. Right. But then Arizona picks number nine now because they got the trade from uh, Philadelphia, or excuse me, from Vancouver. Correct. So, and there's it, potential also for Columbus to have four first round picks, by the way. If mm-hmm. they got Chicago's now, yep. that makes four first round picks for them in this draft, which is crazy. Insane. And that's a good reload for them. Um, and I think they're going to have to be the Eastern version of Arizona. Oh, yeah. I think they're going to have to just take on a couple of bad contracts and then just try to develop homegrown guys and then work their way back. Yes. I agree. Line A looks like he doesn't want to play there. Um, obviously. Boy, what, a failed, what a failed experiment that was with Line A. Yeah, so it was one year. But I mean, who knows if it was Tortorella. But apparently the coach that hired Brad Larson, that was the guy that Line A yelled at during his second game, which caused him to get benched. Right. So – who knows what's going on there? So yeah, a lot of interesting stuff tonight. So uh, that's huge, and that's been rumored pretty much for a couple, last couple weeks. weeks. So that's officially done now. So the blue, so the central is getting better. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, day back. Arizona, yeah, okay, but Chicago is getting better, which I think they've been working their way the last couple of years. Yep. Depending on their goaltending this year, that's the big one. Which I'm kind of curious. Agreed. If they can get a better goaltender in there, they might be halfway, might be halfway decent this year. Yep. I'll be honest. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff so far. So, entry draft tonight uh, should be interesting now. So, me and Chris are going to sit down and watch that. And uh, we'll come to you later with all the news from that. I think I'm looking at everything else super quick. If news breaks, we'll fix it. Yep. Uh, last one. Uh, last one. So, obviously, remember, remember Carey Price. Yep. He's like, oh, but I'm hurt. That's why you shouldn't pick me. I need hip surgery and my knee's all janky. Uh, and my liver. Like, my spleen. Everything's there. I love and also Carey, my neck, Carey, my back. Yeah, you can finish the rest of that sentence. And uh, <laughs> the best thing was Carey Price was like, "Oh, I got to have surgery in this." And then the day before the uh, expansion draft, he's like, "Yep, on my way to Seattle to visit family and friends." Mm. And then obviously, just people are like, "Oh my god, he's getting picked!" And should have Mark Mark Bergevin. He's got some big ones to say. Boy, I'm telling you, and he kept Jake Allen to help support yep. obviously Carey Price and. You know, I think if Jake Allen was exposed, Jake Allen would be in Seattle right now. Apparently, they were so worried earlier the week before Carey Price came to him and said he'll wave his no in the wave his no movement clause. There was talk about Edmonton offering some picks and players for Jake Allen. Yeah, which is crazy. My, my Jake Allen is making a very good contract now, at two point eight. Mm-hmm. So very good. So that's interesting. So yeah, props to that. But the big thing I'm bringing up is their two biggest players in Montreal after the big run possibly won't be with him to start the year. And that one is we talked about is Carey Price. The second one is Shea Weber. Yep. Shea Weber has been ruled out for next season already. Yep. And his career is in doubt. Yep. Also, you can throw Jonathan Drew into that mix. 
Uh, Druin is a pot. They said, oh, were you ready for expansion? Not expansion. For training camp. Oh, did the, they? It did. It came back. Because remember, he was out because of uh, mental issues right. and just other stuff. And they said, we expect him to be with the team for training camp. Okay. We'll see. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't doubt if he gets I – was, I was surprised he didn't get shipped off already. He yeah. still could. Good player. But I wouldn't – it's one of those things where you have to be a special player to play in any Canadian market. In my for opinion. sure. It's and just, especially it's, Montreal. Montreal and Toronto are the two where you have to be – Willing to be the center of attention yep. and willing to take the heat. You're you have no have private a, you're, life. You're going to have a ton of a praise when they, when you're doing well, but you also have a ton of heat. Like when they got out in the first round this year, like people were devastated. Yeah. And they basically giving the core one more year to figure it out. And then after that, it might break up like the Matthews. Mar- and the other thing is, I wouldn't be shocked if Arizona is doing this to like be ready for next year. Oh, if, if you don't think they want Austin Matthews to come back home? If they're gonna oh, be like, yes. like, here's here's like three first round picks, and they have they have seven second rounders in the next two years. Yeah, so you can easily package a bunch of those up and start moving into the first round, get some first round picks. If there's anything that could or save like, the Arizona Coyotes, it's Austin Matthews. Or say eventually Clayton Keller doesn't want in out right one out. Clayton Keller, a couple first round picks, another guy. They might be willing to do. And who knows if Austin Matthews truly does want out, right? Or if they're trying to move. I would think you keep. Could you Austin, imagine? I think you keep Austin Matthews and you get rid of Marner. <laughs> Other guys. Could you imagine Toronto being a destination that you want out of? That's hockey central. Well, like you said, but if it's one of those things where you I know have, they can't get you, it done. We can't get it done. And one of those things where you can't take like the heat. Like St. Louis is very, it's very much obviously a baseball town, and we get mm-hmm. that. But also, man, I, man, it's got every even before the Cup, the Blues have been building something really special here, and I think is becoming obviously with the Rams leaving, kind of like right. boost it to being obviously number two in the city. But man, like soon as Cardinals. Is season is over, like people are all in on the Blues then. Because I oh, know, for sure. like before it was, I was like, oh, I'll just tune in around playoffs. I know some people like that now. It's a uh, people love the Blues and like like all year round. It's kind of like a love fest. So it's really yeah. good. So anyway, interesting stuff. So Chicago gets better. Blues are getting better. Hopefully, the Blues have another trade or two in the uh, hopper for tonight. So we'll see. I hope so. I hope it's a fun night. Yep. So we'll wrap it up there. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. I'm at Hossapalooza. If you want to get a hold of us on Facebook or Instagram, it's Blues Hockey Podcast. Also, our website is blueshockeypodcast.net. You can go there. You can find links to all the, you know, where to listen to the podcast, which includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Pocket Cast, any basic podcasting app audible even i found audible the other day nice audible does it so we're on virtually anything so just find us you can go there and find it you also listen to us on the website if you really want to as well there's links on there yep anchor also is is who we're through so you can listen to it there as well Uh, also there you find a bunch of different stuff like our merchandise tab go buy some merch i updated it with uh our new uh logo yep so you buy some merch there um also our sponsors, so Rockstar Taco Shack, we mentioned first. So first off, uh, congrats to Will and the gang. They will officially be opening up their second location again. So they moved from St. Charles. One is now mm-hmm. getting moved down, I say, South City. South City. So they'll be opening up in August. We'll just pay attention to go up to uh, their Facebook page, and you'll see all yep. the stuff there. Uh, but, but before that, visit them out in Cop. Old Town. I almost said, I almost said Cop. I'm sorry, sorry, not Old Town, New Town. New Town. New Town. Old Town Donuts, though. But Correct. Anyway. Newtown. That's why I always get confused. Yeah. It was out in Newtown. I just like I froze up for half a second there. So visit a Newtown. 
uh, open Monday, basically till they sell out. They do sell out on quite stuff, a bit. So make sure if you really see something, follow them on Facebook yep. and get any of their specials. So go ahead and do that. And our second one is Lucky Lola. So Lucky Lola's Foods. Uh, you can find all their stuff at different like schnooks. But the big one is Kenrick's on Weber Road. And you can get their uh, Lucky Lola Sweet Heat Bratwurst along with their Sweet Jalapeno Heat. Uh, and also, lastly, their Fantastic Salmon Rub. So all that is available at um, Kenrick's. And, get uh, that salmon rub. Yeah. And, and finally is DraftKings. So go to DraftKings.com. And if you want to go ahead and type in the code THPN and put some money down, put some money down the Blues win the cup, you can put some money down on somebody being MVP or whatever your little heart desires, or even the Cardinals games if you want to. Use that code and you get some bonus uh, bonuses when you sign up and weekly bonuses if you already have an account. So go to DraftKings today. And uh, the last thing that I will mention, I think I got that, 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 that. Okay, that's good. The last thing I do want to mention, because I can't figure it out. So we had our bracket challenge for the Blues winning the Cup. Sorry, not the Blues winning the Cup. For the NHL playoffs. Finals. So the thing is they don't let you do is you can't, me being an admin, I can't contact who won. So if you're listening, yes, it's I can't figure it out. So I will post online if you have this name. Um, I'll pull it up later. And if you, if you were on our bracket challenge, Go ahead and send me a message on any of our social medias. Congratulations to Seymour Butts. Yeah, that was not it. But I did notice a couple of names that people had. I did terrible. You did better than me. So um, I did Second very- place to Rusty Trombone. <laughs> Jack. Oh, sorry. I saw that the other day. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. So if you join our, Jack, our uh, bracket challenge, go ahead and send me a message on any of the socials, and I will get you your prize. So that's just – it's been uh, – it's it's kind of a cluster F, and so I apologize on that. So I'll post some stuff on the socials when I post this podcast about yep. that. So thanks everybody for listening. We're gonna go eat some food and then yes. we're gonna watch the entry draft. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time.